So I just made a poll here on YouTube just 10 minutes ago to better understand how well Backstage with Millionaires viewers understand Web3. And when I say Web3, I'm talking about cryptocurrencies. I'm talking about NFTs and metaverses and blockchain. I'm talking about stuff like that. And what I've discovered is actually sort of surprising. A majority of our audience feels like they don't understand Web3. And I feel like this is a problem because Web3 is something that people are talking a lot about right now. And we can debate back and forth about the relevance of Web3 in the future, five years, 10 years from now, are people still gonna be buying NFTs? Are people still gonna be trading cryptocurrencies? I'm not sure. Web3 could be a passing fad, it could be a temporary thing, or it might fundamentally and permanently change the fabric of society as we know it. Things could go either way here with Web3, and I would encourage you guys to leave a comment down below and let me know what your thoughts are on whether Web3 is gonna be relevant in a couple of years or not. But either way, people are building for Web3, and people are talking about Web3. And as it stands right now, the Backstage with Millionaires audience doesn't understand Web3, at least a majority of the audience. And so that is a problem that we're gonna be solving with this series, which we're piloting with this episode that you're watching right now, where every single week, we're gonna keep you guys up to date with everything that's going on in the Web3 space here in India. And as always, we welcome any constructive feedback or criticism, just leave a comment down below and let us know what you think of this new series and specifically this pilot episode so that we can keep improving it and making it better as we go. But anyways, guys, that's enough of an introduction. We do have a lot of Web3 news to cover this week. So let's jump right into it coming up right after this. All right, so first up in the Web3 news, and this is probably why you clicked on the thumbnail, it's also arguably the biggest news in India's crypto space ever, or at the very least in a very long time, and also in India's NFT space too for that matter, the government of India is acknowledging and legitimizing and taxing cryptocurrencies and NFTs. Basically, virtual assets of any kind are gonna be taxed with a 30% tax on the income that's being generated from the transfer of any of these virtual assets. Now, this 30% tax isn't really the news here. It is significant, certainly, but the news is actually the legitimacy that this tax gives to virtual assets like cryptocurrencies and NFTs because governments, any government of any country is not gonna tax contraband. They're not gonna tax illegal things or forbidden things. And so if we read between the lines here, what this basically means is that cryptocurrencies and NFTs are now considered legal here in India. And that hasn't always been the case, or at least it hasn't always been clear that that was the case. And at one point, the RBI had banned cryptocurrencies before the Supreme Court overruled that decision and basically put cryptocurrencies in a gray zone. Nobody really knew where cryptocurrencies stood, and everybody was waiting for the crypto bill from the government of India. And that crypto bill is still in the works. We don't really know what it's going to entail. We don't know what kinds of changes that crypto bill is going to bring. But this 30% tax is a step in the right direction, a big step in the right direction, because now people can confidently invest in these virtual assets without fearing that those assets are going to become illegal tomorrow. 
Now, as most of you know, Backstage with Millionaires is focused on Indian startups. That's what we make pretty much all of our content about. And so for me personally, the most exciting development that I think we're going to see in the next couple of months is an influx in venture capital into this space, into Indian cryptocurrency startups, Indian NFT startups, pretty much any Indian startup that's creating virtual assets. And up until this point, the way that these startups have circumnavigated the insecurity of the situation when it comes to virtual assets when it comes to Web3 cryptocurrency NFTs here in India is to register companies outside of India in countries like Singapore or the United States. And so that's how they were able to convince investors to pour money into their startups. Because if they were registered here in India, probably those investors would feel that it's a bigger risk and they might not be able to explain it to their LPs, their limited partners. But now because of this legitimacy that the government of India is putting onto these cryptocurrency and NFT startups here in India, India, investors are going to feel a lot more confident in making investments into these startups. Now, we're going to move on to the next news item here in just a second, but I wanted to tack on one little extra piece of news here because I think it has a lot of people confused. CBDC, this was announced by the Finance Minister of India. It's the central bank digital currency. And I think a lot of people confuse that with a cryptocurrency or a stable coin, maybe. It's not. It's a digital currency. It's basically the Indian rupee, but digital. That's all it is. So I just wanted to clarify that. And now let's move on to the next news item here because YouTube's head of gaming, Ryan Wyatt, is leaving YouTube. And he's joining Polygon, an Ethereum-based blockchain protocol and framework that was started here in India. Now, specifically, he's going to be jumping into a role as the CEO of Polygon Studios, which is going to be a blockchain-based media and content platform with a specific focus on gaming. Now, a lot of people don't realize this, but the global gaming industry is actually bigger than the global music and films industry combined, which is why Polygon Studios has already set aside a $100 million fund to invest in NFT gaming projects. Now, talking about his bold new career transition here, Ryan Wyatt said that in my role at Polygon Studios, I will be focusing on growing the developer ecosystem through investment, marketing, and developer support, and bridging the gap between Web 2 and Web3. I'll be leading the Polygon Studios organization across gaming, entertainment, fashion, news, sports, and more. All right, so we're going to move on to the next news item here, but it's still very much Polygon related because we're going to be talking about Hike, that messaging platform that had to shut down last year because it couldn't compete with WhatsApp in India. We're going to be talking about Hike's partnership with Polygon to bring their gaming platform Rush from Web 2 to Web 3. So Rush is basically a pivot for Hike. They couldn't compete with WhatsApp when it came to messaging, and so they pivoted to gaming. And now they've built this platform where you can play casual games like Ludo and Carom with more than a million people. It's quite big. And that's why Hike hasn't been able to transition from Web 2 to Web 3 on their own. Now though, with the help of Polygon, they're finally going to be able to make that transition smoothly and cost-effectively. But what does it actually mean when a gaming platform goes from Web 2 to Web 3? Well, when it comes to Rush specifically, it might be a little bit too early to say at this point. We'll have to wait a couple of months to see how this actually plays out. But Hike has said that they want to allow their users to own NFTs on their platform, and also they want to add some play-to-earn features to their games too. 
All right, next up in the Web3 news, Cricket NFT platform fan craze might be on the cusp of making NFTs as popular and as mainstream here in India as they seem to have become in other countries like, for example, the United States. But how have they done this? Well, they've partnered with the International Cricket Council, and this council has given them the rights to photos and videos of famous cricket moments going back 50 years. With these photos and videos, they've launched a collection of NFTs called ICC Cryptos, which feature some of the most iconic cricket moments like Yuvraj Singh's six sixes, Mahindra Singh Dhoni's 2011 World Cup winning six, and many more. And so now, for the first time ever, because of this NFT collection, people have the opportunity to own these precious cricket moments. These moments that they've been watching and re-watching on YouTube for years. Now, of course, at this point in time, buying and selling NFTs is still pretty complicated for most people to do. And so in order to keep things as simple and as accessible as possible, FanCraze is going to be using Flow blockchain, which allows users to buy NFTs using multiple cryptocurrencies as well as fiat currencies using payment methods like debit and credit cards, wallets, and UPI. Besides this, they're also going to be launching their own NFT marketplace, which will allow their users to buy and sell these NFTs even after the initial sale. And then lastly, the cherry on top of this news item is that FanCraze is going to be working on cricket-based games. And within these games, players can actually use their cricket NFTs. And they can also earn karma points, which they can use to upgrade these NFTs. All right, moving on to some Web3 funding news now. Crypto staking management platform Stator Labs has raised $12.5 million in a funding round led by Three Arrows Capital at a $450 million valuation, which is up from their October of 2021 valuation of $50 million. That's a 9x increase in valuation in about three months. So Stator Labs was founded in April of 2021 by Amitej Kajala and Siddhartha Dolipali. And basically, this platform allows users to stake or lock in their cryptocurrencies in exchange for rewards over time. So think of it kind of like depositing your cryptocurrency in a bank account for a fixed period of time and receiving interest on it as that time passes. So when it comes to blockchain, and I'm going to try to simplify this here, there's constantly new blocks that are being added to the blockchain. To add a block to the blockchain, you have to do something and then you get rewarded for doing that something. You get tokens or you get coins. So for example, with Bitcoin, they have a protocol called proof of work. So you have to work, you have to mine a block in order to actually get a reward. But of course, to mine a block, you need a computer with a high enough processing power to actually do the mining required. And then you get Bitcoins as a reward. But of course, not everybody has these high-end computers that are actually able to mine the blocks of the Bitcoin blockchain. Now, when it comes to blockchains like Solana or Ethereum or Terra, they use a different protocol called proof of stake. It's not proof of work, it's proof of stake, meaning that you have to stake your coins and then the algorithm will just choose who gets to verify and add the next block to the blockchain. And so that's exactly what Stator Labs enables their users to do. It enables them to stake their coins. Currently, Stator Labs is only working with the Terra blockchain, which uses Luna as its cryptocurrency. But so far, already $500 million worth of Luna has been staked by users through Stator Labs. Now, moving forward, Stator Labs is going to be using these funds to build smart contracts so that they can facilitate staking across five to six blockchains, including Solana, Ethereum, and Polygon. All right, next up in the Web3 funding news, crypto investment platform Flint has raised $5.1 million in a funding round led by Sequoia Capital and Global Founders Capital. 
So Flint was founded by two former cred product managers in October of 2021 to provide passive investment opportunities to their users in the crypto market. And they're promising up to 13% annual returns without any lock-in period. Since launching their app in January of this year, they've already onboarded more than 75,000 users from 78 countries, and they're going to be using these funds to onboard even more users and also to build their product, which is still in the early stages of development. All right, that is all the Indian Web3 news that I have for you guys this week. I genuinely hope that you guys enjoyed this first episode, this pilot of this upcoming series that we're going to be doing on Indian Web3 news. Once again, do leave a comment down below and let me know if there's anything you think we can improve as a team here at Backstage with Millionaires to make this upcoming series a success, to make it as informative and as interesting as possible for you guys. Also, big thanks to all of our Backstage with Millionaires members, our unicorns, our decacorns, and our hectic corns. But even if you can't afford to financially support what we do here at Backstage with Millionaires, just the fact that you've made it this far in the video, the fact that you've watched it through to the end is plenty of help. So thank you guys so much for watching this episode of Backstage with Millionaires, and I will see you in the next one.